the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Oh, am I on? Okay, I don't hear my open, so here I am. No music today. That's okay. I can I can still do it without it. But uh, I just want to let you know that I am rooting for the Dolphins uh, and not to win the game, a game. I don't care how many games they win. What I'm rooting for is uh, for them to take up Governor Ron DeSantis's offer to uh, fill Hard Rock Stadium with 65,000 fans. Imagine that. He gave them clearance to do that today. Meanwhile, here in Pennsylvania, we're supposed to be thrilled and forever grateful to um, His Excellency Tom Wolfe for allowing, I think it's 5,500 people into a Steelers game at Heinz Field. The Dolphins' next home game is on October 25th, and as of now, they're only planning to allow uh, 13,000 in for that game. A Dolphins spokesman says, quote, uh, right now with positivity rates where they are, we feel we can keep people safe in a socially distanced environment, which is our 13,000 capacity manifest. Okay. Let's hope that the people in Florida put pressure on the teams to let more fans in. Keep in mind that the Tampa Bay Bucks, Jacksonville Jaguars also play in Florida, not to mention uh, University of Miami, uh, Florida, Florida State, South Florida. There's a lot of big uh, college programs there. This would give them clearance to fill their stadiums. The big question is, will anybody have the guts to do it? And the question also is, how many fans would show up if they opened up to capacity? be a great way to find out how scared people still are of the COVID-19 virus. I have a feeling they'd get a huge crowd at any one of those places. I notice that there are many people in the sports media, including some here locally, who are already ridiculing DeSantis for suggesting that it would be okay to fill a football stadium. Of course, most of the media, sports media in uh, in this area are liberal, and so if the guys are Republican, they would that would be their natural reaction. That's what DeSantis is. And that gets me back to what I always have to ask. And that is, uh, didn't we flatten the curve? You know, if we're not going to have stadiums full for this year, and we're obviously not going to have that in Pennsylvania, what can we expect? When can we expect to uh, start filling them up again next September? Have you heard anything from our local politicians to make you believe that next September, when the Steelers open their season, that Heinz Field's going to be filled? I haven't. Gary Bettman announced yesterday that the NHL plans to open the 2021 season on January 1st. That, of course, means it will only be the 2021 season. But anyway, do you have any reason to believe that there will be anything close to 18,000 people at the Penguins opener? How about April, when the Pirates are supposed to open their 2021 season? Is opening day going to look like opening day? I think the answer is no to all those questions. But it would be really nice if the politicians got together with the so-called experts and, you know, gave us some idea of when we can expect to see stadiums full of people. His Excellency uh, Tom Wolf said yesterday that it's going to take a cure or a vaccine before we get back to normal. He says that we have to, I think this is a quote, get rid of the vaccine. That, of course, is a long way from flattening the curve. Uh, lots of people are expecting that a lot of this will change after November 3rd. And if that's true, and I don't have a lot of confidence that it is, by the way, but if it's true, it's only going to happen if Republicans win. We'll have to wait and see. 27 more days. And speaking of the election, coming up at 530, I'm going to be talking to an opinion writer for the Washington Times who's been taking a tour of battleground states, 14 of them, over a two-week period on her motorcycle. And coming after, up after the break, I'll talk to a woman who predicted that Donald Trump would win the 2016 election. She's a Pittsburgh kid, used to write for the Pittsburgh Tribune Review. Now she writes... For the Washington Examiner, she wrote a book called The Great Revolt. That would be Selena Zito. I'll ask her if she's seeing the same things now that she saw four years ago. Stick around. This is John Stoggerwald. It's rare that a family can find an inspiring film that reinforces biblical values. One Nation Under God is that film, and it's available right now on SalemNow.com. Winner of 35 film festivals, One Nation Under God is based on a true story of a student who stands up for his freedom of speech. 
While others are trying to force under God to be taken out of the pledge, he continues to fight for it in direct opposition of bullies and even the school administration. He even questions the school's alumnus, who's a senator, creating a viral firestorm of national press coverage. The courage of one student standing for his conviction will inspire and encourage you. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Herschel Walker, and Antonio Sabato Jr., watch One Nation Under God at SalemNow.com today. On sale for just $9.99, use the promo code Pittsburgh for an additional 20% discount. One Nation Under God at SalemNow.com, promo code Pittsburgh. AM 1250, The Answer. If you're an employer, a business owner, if you have 5 to 100 employees, listen up. The cost of doing business continues to skyrocket, strangling your HR department with more regulations, administrative duties, and liability than ever. I'm John Steigerwald. Your health plan's a big part of that cost. Another year, another 10% rate hike, another $1,000 increase on your deductible, another hospital or doctor you can't go to because they're not in the network. Isn't it time for a change? Well, stop the insanity and call Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the industry. Put an end to the annual increase. Give your employees a national network that all hospitals accept and reduce your monthly premiums by 20 to 30%. It doesn't matter when your renewal is. Marley can help today. Call 724-884-1496. Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. 724-884-1496. Let's say you've decided to build a bicycle from scratch. Sounds like an impossible project for my skills, but let's say you've got the skills and I offer you an advantage, a special tool that would help you build the bike faster while saving you legitimate money. My guess is you'd say, bring it on. If you wouldn't, well, then this commercial isn't going to make much sense. My name is Ryan. I'm from United Faith Mortgage, and we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is lucky to have a direct lender advantage. Our company is set up to use its own money and make its own lending decisions within its own walls. And often, this advantage allows us to get your refinance or new home loan done faster and get you a better rate, which saves you monthly and lifelong money. Rates are historically low. Now is the time to see how our special tool might work for you. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park, Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1335. Rack animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Hey, John Stoggerwald here. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help you get the best sleep of your life. And he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow either. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra-soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You will receive two for one, low price plus free shipping. Call 1-800-716-8087, use the promo code STAG, or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code STAG. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. We have now Selena Zito is about to uh, join us, and um, she has written a book, and uh, she wrote a book uh, four years ago, and it's it's she co-authored it with Brad Todd called The Great Revolt uh, Inside the Popula- Populist Coalition, Coalition. I'm sorry, reshaping American politics. Uh, sorry about that, uh, Selena. I uh, forgot how to talk, but uh, thanks for being on. <laughs> That's okay. That's, I wrote it. I wrote it actually two years ago, and it's a broad look at the coalition that oh, okay. is shaping conservative populism. That's all right. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? Um, I, that's not the best intro I've done in my time doing the show. But, <laughs> but um, no, you. Yeah, you, I'm sorry. You wrote the book after the election, but you you did officially. Uh, you were telling people before the election that you thought Trump was going to win. Correct. I'm not wrong right. about that. Yeah. In 2016. Uh, I understood in about July of 2016, after in particular 
uh, traveling all 67 counties in our state, that the probability that he would win was evident, uh, not based on polling, but based on anecdotal reporting, but also trends in the state. The state since 1996 had become 0.4% more Republican. It's a sliver. It became 0.4% more Republican every four years. So Bill Clinton won the state in 1996 by winning uh, 28 of our 67 counties. By 2012, Barack Obama had only won 13 of our 67 counties. So between the reporting and the trends... It was evident to me that he could win on the backs of voters that live in places like Westmoreland County, um, Washington County, Cambria, Somerset, Erie, and all of them were interviews were showing that people that wouldn't traditionally vote Republican or Republicans that people assumed would just sit it out because of his comportment were forming a coalition uh, to to vote for him to support him. Yeah. So you saw you saw a lot of things four years ago that uh, made you think Trump would win. So are the same signs out there now as you travel around? And are you as confident now about that as you were four years ago? So 2020 has been a pill, <laughs> to say the <laughs> least. It's certainly right. been it's been a bit of a year, uh, and a lot of things have caused. Uh, uh, things to sway back and forth. Uh, I will say that the polling data once again shows Biden with a with a uh, comfortable lead, anywhere to, from six to eight percentage points. I've but seen I'm, double I'm digits. Conscious. Pardon? I've seen double digits. Those are nationwide in, points. I'm just talking about our state. Oh yeah, no, but I think and, I actually saw like eleven points he's leading somewhere in Pennsylvania on one of the polls. Well, well, just the, well, like yesterday. Well, Barack Obama didn't win Pennsylvania by 11 percentage points, yeah. so I seriously doubt yeah, that right. that uh, that Bo- Joe Biden is going to match and recreate a coalition as large as that one. Here's right. some of the problems with the polling. Uh, it, first of all, a lot of these polls are with registered voters. Uh, that's yep. a problem because that's guessing who's going to turn out. That's not probable who turns out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, second, the second problem with, with these polls are that uh, if you even get into likely voters, their turnout model ten- is almost always using the census tracker, um, creating large numbers for young people uh, and, and minorities that, that might not exist turning out for Joe Biden. Uh, I think the other thing we're missing sort of the cultural cues that people the people are sending us 198,000 brand new registered Republicans uh, in the state since 2018. That's a lot of people. Uh, you also um, see I think it was 246,000 brand new gun owners in the state. 40 percent of them are women. These are cultural cues telling us. Maybe what a voter is hesitant to tell us out loud, but is telling us through their actions. And then you see things in, in culture like uh, the NFL, uh, the Steelers. 19 mm-hmm. percentage point drop in Monday night football when the, when the Steelers premiered. I mean, that is unheard of in Steelers Nation. Uh, so people are telling, giving us signs that this is at least a close race. And I believe... Uh, that this is more of a jump ball than a large, oversized landslide win, at least at this moment. So, do you think it's still Trump, though? Oh, I, th- I think I think it is going back and forth between two points in either direction. Wow. Okay. Uh, I so, think the, the other thing I would be cautious about in terms of being um, uh, up terms of Trump is that about 1.5% to 2% of voters that vote for Trump uh, nationwide uh, are shy Trump voters. Um, these are people that won't tell a family member, or friend, or pollster. But in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. Wisconsin, Michigan, and Ohio, and Iowa, those, that number jumps up to 34%. So there is this 
un, we don't know who's showing up. Six percent of Trump voters in in 2016 uh, hadn't voted consistently uh, for an entire lifetime. Uh, so six percent is a large number. These these people are not being captured by pollsters because pollsters are looking for people that vote every election. If they mm-hmm. don't, they throw them out of the survey. Well, I saw some numbers uh, a week or so ago. Somebody sent to me about uh, what the the Trump campaign does. A lot of um, research um, in, when they have the rallies, they they re, they survey yes. the people yes. who were there, and they yes. found a huge percentage of Democrats. I think it was twenty nine percent of the people there were Democrats, and a huge percentage. I don't know. Maybe you would call it huge. I can't remember the exact number, but there was a what I thought seemed like a pretty large percentage. I don't remember the exact number of uh, people who hadn't voted in the last election and many who hadn't voted in the last four elections who were going to vote this time and and vote for Trump. Yes, I see a lot of that. If you go to selenazito.com, I have a piece out of Cambria County. Cambria County, that was the home of Jack Murtha. If you think coal miner and steel worker, you think Cambria County, right? Voted for Barack Obama in 2008. uh, I saw a line of people... Uh, not only changing the registration from Democrat to Republican, Republicans now outweigh Democrats for the first time in history in that state, uh, but also um, I saw people that did not, uh, I interviewed people in the, in the story who did not vote for him in 2016 that are motivated to vote him in for this year. These are these numbers that we don't no, we don't understand. We, we, you know, I see them anecdotally, uh, but you don't. These numbers don't show up in data. Yeah, and and the uh, so I think what what I'm getting from what you're saying is that the polls mean pretty much nothing uh, because right. it's, it's just it's, too. Yeah, I, I I think the polling. It's not you know that there's a heavy bias. It's that a lot of them are just done on the cheap. So they really mm-hmm. don't try to model who's going to turn out. And if you mm-hmm. don't, you know, everyone always says, well, it all depends on turnout. Well, it kind of does. <laughs> if you don't know who's turning out, you really can't do an accurate poll. Right. So you wrote a piece in The Examiner a few days ago. It was really good. Um, and um, you told the story about, a, first of all, the story about the guy in Bethel who... <laughs> who had a sign that said, Giant Meteor 2020. Explain how he came to believe that that would be the best solution. It was a, well, I actually didn't interview him, but I would drive past his house all the time on Baptist Road, and he had, like, every Bernie sign available in his mm-hmm. in his yard. There was, like, 30 signs in his yard, including a large, oversized uh, cutout of, of Sanders. His, his mailbox was covered in Bernie Sanders. Stickers. He had feel the burn that no matter if you drove up the street or down the street, it read that way. Uh, and then, like a week ago, I drove past, and all he had he had one sign, and all it says "Giant Meteor 2020." So I suspect he did not uh, he did he did not take his enthusiasm for Sanders to to um, to and give it to Joe Biden. I think he's so. You don't. He's not. He's not the kind of guy who's going to go vote, vote for Joe Biden. No, he's not. He's not going to vote for either. He'd rather have mm-hmm. a meteor hit the earth and we'll all evaporate. <laughs> well, I I don't <laughs> think that would be uh, that. If if we get Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, I might be I might be okay with the meteor. Um, I think <laughs> well, uh, if, Joe, if Joe Biden if Joe Biden wins, uh, if it's a slim win, I suspect what you will see is about ten new House seats. seats. Um, in Congress, and the Republicans hold on to a majority, which essentially means that Biden and Harris will not be able to get anything done because uh, um, Schumer will have no power in the Senate, and Pelosi will have very little power because she'll have a very, very tiny majority. So you think that you think that the Republicans are going to do well in the Senate and the House then? I, I, I don't think it's the doomsday that, that, um, that they're predicting. I think there might be some sleeper surprise races um, 
in Michigan, in Minnesota, and New Mexico. These are seats that people are not really paying attention to on a national level. But John James, uh, Afghan War uh, Army veteran who is uh, seeking that Senate seat, African-American, small business owner, he's taken that seat into a one-point race against the incumbent Democrat that, um, that has that seat. So I keep my eye on that as a pickup race. I also keep an eye uh, on Minnesota. Minnesota hasn't really fallen in love with the uh, with the senator that was placed there, Tina Smith, to um, uh, replace Al Franken. She really hasn't gelled in a way that I think is uh, that makes in a way that I think makes her vulnerable. Uh, so I would keep an eye on Minnesota, and I would um, also keep an eye on the race in New Mexico. It's like a five-point race at this point right now, but, you know, this is a really unstable electorate, and pretty much anything can happen. Well, um, we're talking to Selena Zito. She writes for the uh, Washington Examiner, and um, she's a Pittsburgh person and knows Western PA, too. Um, What about um, Sean Parnell here locally? I think this is a jump ball race. I think uh, that 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 Connor Lamb went into this race comfortably uh, around this time last year. Uh, Parnell came onto the scene. He was an unknown commodity, uh, but he is uh, a very he's a yinzer. <laughs> he's an <laughs> Army yeah. War veteran, <laughs> and um, he has done an outstanding job not only in his campaigning. But also in his fundraising, he raised an unheard of $1.6 million in this last quarter for a, a, a brand new candidate to raise that much money. That is pretty astounding. He gave a powerful and passionate uh, uh, performance in the debate two weeks ago, and, and Lamb came across lackluster. I think mm-hmm. that... This, well, while Lamb went into this race earlier this year, probably with a 10-point lead, I believe that Parnell has eaten away at that, and this is at least a tie game, maybe even Parnell with an edge. Yeah, and um, uh, I can't see Joe Biden winning Western PA outside of Allegheny County, so that's got to help. Uh, um, uh, 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 Biden's not going to win, I should say, Western, uh, Western PA. Uh, right, and, and you know the problem. The problem for Trump is the suburbs. Uh, mm-hmm. Suburban voters uh, tend to want to be invited to that block party in mm-hmm. um, in McCandless Township and Upper St. Clair. And if they've got Mount a Trump Lebanon. sign in their yard, that's not yep. going to go over very well. Right. Uh, and so that that's sort of the challenge. There's this college density issue among suburban voters, and uh, they and peer pressure. So they might vote the way their neighbors vote. And so that's sort of the challenge for the down-ballot race like uh, Sean Parnell's to convince those voters that he is his own person. Yeah, I only have a minute left. And uh, just anecdotally for me, I see a ton of um, lamb um, signs in Mount Lebanon. And it's always been the case. Yeah, yeah and, and Matt, but Matt, I, I think yeah. I agree with you, and I only have about 30 seconds left here, but I, I agree with you that uh, people are likely to have uh, their neighbors not speak to them anymore if they put a Trump sign in their yard. And, yeah, there were three people who put Trump signs in their, on your yard this week on my street in Mount Lebanon, and I was like, oh, oh, I hope you're okay. Um, <laughs> so, but, but, you know, Mount is... This this his this district also includes parts of be all of Beaver County and parts of Butler County. Those voters okay. are incredibly motivated to show up. Hey, Selena, I'm completely out of time. Up against the hard break. Thanks as always for being on. Great stuff. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We'll be back. That was Selena Zito. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Tonight's vice presidential debate in Salt Lake City. Each candidate will have a clear partition on the side of their desk that faces each other, and they will be spaced more than 12 feet apart. No partition between the candidates and the moderator. The former Minneapolis officer charged with 
Murderer the death of George Floyd has posted bond and been released from prison. According to court documents, Derek Chauvin posted a $1 million bond. He had been in custody at the state correctional facility in Oak Park Heights. Chauvin and three other former officers are scheduled to stand trial in March. Those three officers all previously posted bond. And a hurricane watch for Hurricane Delta issued for the northern Gulf Coast from High Island, Texas, eastward to Grand Isle, Louisiana. Stocks closing higher today. The Dow was up 530 points. The Nasdaq up 210. This is SRN News. If you've fallen behind in your credit card payments during the shutdown, you're probably feeling some added pressures. And even a brief history of late payments can lead to a big drop in your credit score. But you don't have to solve these problems alone. Trinity Debt Management can help. We'll work with your creditors, put a stop to late fees and other penalties, and make a plan that helps you get caught up. We'll also consolidate your bills into one easy-to-manage monthly payment and negotiate much lower interest rates. Not only will you find immediate relief, you'll save thousands. And don't worry, it's not a loan. It's a smart way to get back on track. All you have to do is give Trinity a quick call, and we'll take care of the rest. Right now, no one really knows what the future will bring. But one thing is for sure. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Here's the number. Call 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496. The next battle for the White House will be between the two vice presidential candidates. Can Vice President Pence continue to push the president's agenda? We will make America great again. Will Kamala Harris convince the American people that Joe Biden is the right man for the job? We have a chance to change the course of history. Don't miss a minute of the vice presidential debate tonight. Join Hugh Hewitt and White House correspondent Greg Cluxton live from Salt Lake City tonight. Following news at 8 o'clock on AM 1250, The Answer. The beleaguered Pennsylvania state system of higher education Education has proposed merging six of 14 schools into three. Other merger plans also have come to light, but an analysis by the Allegheny Institute for Public Policy concludes such mergers would be easier said than done, given, among other things, the expected objections of host communities and the faculty union. Learn more about this topic at AlleghenyInstitute.org, challenging conventional public policy wisdom for 25 years. The Synergy Group hopes this message finds you safe and healthy. Roy Locks and his team understand the concerns you have about your well-being. Those concerns may include your investments based on recent volatility in the markets. Roy believes the stock market will recover eventually, but he also understands the importance in taking steps to limit losses and finding upside. Now is the time to consider structured investments that can help you recover losses caused by COVID-19 and the recent market fallout. Call Roy today at 412-673-7760. He can help you focus on future upside in your retirement accounts. He is confident in strategies tailored for you. Roy Locks and the Synergy Group are eager to help in this turbulent period of uncertainty. 412-673-7760. That's 412-673-7760. Please be well and stay safe. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial, member FEDRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through J.W. Cole Advisors. J.W. Cole Financial and J.W. Cole Advisors are not affiliated with the Synergy Group Incorporated. AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got The Answer. Delays getting onto the outbound Liberty Bridge, that from an earlier accident. Outbound on the Parkway East, very heavy from Bates Street to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel, about a seven-minute delay. Inbound, a backup from County Jail to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Parkway West, congested outbound, a few extra minutes getting from Parkway Center Drive to Carnegie. Inbound, slowing into the Fort Pitt Tunnel. On the turnpike, ramps to Beaver Valley, shut down for construction. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer, Weather. Here's your AccuWeather forecast. Breezy this evening, otherwise clear skies tonight, low 45. Tomorrow will be mostly sunny, tomorrow's high 64. Clear skies tomorrow night, low 43. Friday, sunny to partly cloudy. Friday will reach a high of 72. Clouds and sunshine for Saturday, it'll be warm. Saturday's high, 74. 
With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Now we're now less than four weeks away from the election. The vice presidential candidates uh, debate tonight, and the media are cranked up and going with uh, wall-to-wall coverage. But I'm going to follow Cheryl Chumley. She's an online opinion editor at the Washington Times. She's on a two-week tour of 14 battleground states, but she's doing it on a motorcycle. And she joins us now. Cheryl, thanks for being here. Hey, it's great to uh, take a break and be here with you. So where are you right now? Right now, um, I am outside of uh, Kansas. Yes, I'm outside of Kansas. (laughs) It's been a long day. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, there are a lot of states outside of Kansas. So can you pick one or do you even know? Oklahoma. Oklahoma to uh, Arkansas. That's where we're headed next. That's yes, where you're headed. In Oklahoma. So it, it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a 14-day trip. How many days in are you right now? How long have you been out there? Uh let's see. Left on uh September on September 27th. Uh, oh, headed so you're to about, So That's uh, yeah, winding uh, down. 10 days ago. Yeah. Yeah, winding down. So you left you, where this trip start in DC or Philly, you say? Uh, well, I left from northern Northern Virginia, traveled through D.C. and Maryland, but I didn't really count the states um, for my stops until we hit Pennsylvania. So oh, okay. from Pen- Pennsylvania, um, from there, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Iowa, uh, Minnesota, Pierre, South Great. Dakota, Lincoln, Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Tennessee, Kentucky, and West Virginia, then home. So each state is, is, is a day, 14, 14 states, 14 days. Yeah, I, what kind of motorcycle? It's a, uh, it's a V-Star, a Yamaha V-Star Classic. Okay. I don't know motorcycles, but I just, I just thought I'd <laughs> ask you that. I mean, I, I, mean, I know Yamahas. Someone does. I, I knew a guy who had yeah. a Yamaha. But, but, um, so are you riding by yourself? Well, my uh, I have the camera cameraman coming in a truck, and he has a trailer attached to it as well because okay. I won't ride in the rain. So real, you know, rainy weather, I I load the bike up and I don't ride it. But okay. other than that, um, yeah, it's it's pretty much a long journey, and it's been uh, exhausting, but also very interesting. Very interesting. Uh- I saw I saw a story that caught my eye. Uh, I saw you paid a visit to my favorite governor, Christy Noem, in South Dakota. I had um, I was blessed enough to have a twenty minute sit down interview with the governor, and um, I have about half of the recorded interview, the videotaped interview, up now. I'm going to do the other half as soon as I get time. But what a fantastic governor! Um, is Christina? She she's absolutely the greatest. And what I like most about her is that she's determined. You know, you meet a lot of people in politics who who come across as if they are real constitutionalists. They really care about the citizens. Um, they care about the traditions and values of this nation. But then they go to D.C. or they move up the political ladder and they start to lose some of that. They start to become politicized. They want to be friends with everybody and they want to please everybody because they care about their careers. Well, Governor Nome is determined first and foremost to represent the Constitution, represent freedom principles to her people. And she gets attacked for it, no doubt, but it doesn't change her. And, you know, I was impressed when I sat down. And her, she just exudes character, uh, determination, commitment to country, and calm. What a concept, huh? She, um, um, does she strike you as, the, as someone who'd be interested in running for president or vice president in four years? You know, of course, everybody's talking about that. That's, that's yeah. been the, the talk of the political town lately. And I could have asked her that, but I figured, why? Because you're just going to get that political answer. Yeah. But I can right. tell you that my impression is she is a, a perfect candidate. I mean, there's nothing to change about her. It's just she's got everything, and she would make an excellent candidate um, in, in that venue. Yeah, you know, I uh, I'd vote for her tomorrow if she ran for president, and uh, just based on what I've seen from far away, um, was South Dakota noticeably more open than other places where you've been? 
Oh, God, yes. And you know what? It doesn't, it wasn't just noticeable to me. It has the reputation in surrounding states. The day before I hit South Dakota, I was in Minnesota. I was in Pipestone, Minnesota. And this interview mm-hmm. is up as well for people to listen to it. But I met Where can with they find members. It, uh- Sure, sure. They can find it on the Washington Times website. There's a special link under special reports called Biking the Battleground. Um, so they can okay. find all my stuff I've posted so far. But these okay. people were members of the business community in Pipestone. And they have been fighting all, all the COVID crackdowns, um, suffering like so many um, people in America. And the thing that struck me is they said if they lived 35 miles up the road, none of the stuff that befell them would have happened. And what they were referring to was Governor Nome because of her mm-hmm. openness and her ability to keep the state open and fight off the bureaucrats and the ridiculous unscientific uh, closures that have gone forward. And the media. The media are and just media. Oh. praying that, that uh, are just hoping that, that uh, you know, multiple people, thousands of people die in South Dakota so that they can be proven right, and it's not happening. Yeah, so you know what they do is they start harping on things like case counts, like somebody tested mm-hmm. positive for COVID. Like, yeah, oh, so who what? cares? That that right. is so meaningless. It, it just it means nothing, and yet this is where the media is at right now. Uh, I don't know. Maybe half are ignorant; they just don't know better. But a good other half is just politically charged, trying to cause dents in in and chaos into the Republican Party. Well, I should say we're talking to Cheryl Shumley. She's a, is it Chumley, uh, Cheryl? Chumley. Chumley. Yep. Yeah. Chumley. Uh, yep. uh, she uh, writes for the Washington Times, um, and you also wrote a book, um, and uh, the book is called uh, "Socialists Don't Sleep: Christians Must Rise or America Will Fall." It doesn't surprise me, Cheryl, that uh, a woman who's willing to take this trip that you're taking uh, on a motorcycle <laughs> would like um, someone like uh, Christy Noem. I'm not surprised by that. <laughs> no, <laughs> kind of, She'd probably go with you, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I would like to hunt with her, and maybe she wants to motorcycle ride with me. I don't know, it, but it, yeah. yeah, you're right. Not surprising. <laughs> so um, lots of polls out there show Biden with a big lead. Does that match up with what you're seeing and hearing, uh, you know, on the street? Not on the street. I guess you're more on the road than you are on the street. No. Uh, okay. In, in, in all honesty, I'm avoiding the main cities. So we all know that mm-hmm. major cities are hubs for Democrats, right? That's where right. their strongholds are. But the mainstream media reports is that Biden is running away with the election. And I have been traveling all these states. And I can tell you the signage for Trump over Joe Biden is at least 30 to 1. That's the ratio. And what's also, right, what's also interesting, though, which, uh, you know, I I find this fascinating, is that almost every time you see a Trump sign, you see an American flag flying proudly Mm -hmm. next to it or nearby, you never see an American flag near Joe Biden, Kamala Harris signs. It's almost as if they want to distance themselves from that racist American flag, as the Democrats like to put it nowadays. Yeah. um, Around here, people say that if you see um, a flag in somebody's front yard, it's the same thing as a Trump sign. You don't have to put a Trump sign. You know, if somebody has a flag uh, uh, flying uh, on their house somewhere, American flag, I mean, you don't have to. uh, He doesn't have to put out a Trump sign because everybody knows that's who they're voting for. And you're right about Biden. You don't see flags with him. Um, Don't see flags. Runs from it. Yep. Yeah, and and are you finding that people are uh, losing their patience with with all the restrictions uh, outside? I mean, South Dakota they have a governor who's kind of leading them to 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 be uh, lose their patience, which I'm glad she does. But in these other states, how much patience uh, do people have left? I guess is a better way of asking it. People from all states that I've come across now, all people that I've spoken with, all of them singularly have have this thought. They're sick and tired of the crackdowns. They're sick and tired of the senseless, random, and targeted crackdowns, you know, where one group is allowed to do this and another group is not allowed to do the same thing for whatever reasons that the governor or local government decides. People are tired of it. And, you know, they have signs on most all the 
windows of the stores that I've stopped at going around the, going around these states. Uh, you know, you go get gas and you go inside and it says mask required. Uh, there's only one place that I've been absolutely required to wear a mask, and that was the very first stop in Philadelphia. I could not rent a hotel room, get a hotel room without having a mask on my face. Everywhere else, they have the sign saying mask required, but nobody's wearing them. It's just, it's weird. It's like you step into freedom land. I shouldn't, I shouldn't say nobody. There are some people, but by and large, the majority of people out here in these 14, well, these 10 states I've visited so far are not wearing masks or they're just wearing them in sort of a, a, uh, a, an open area of a hotel and then they take them off when they go outside. You don't see people mm-hmm. bicycling down the road with masks on their face. I still saw, I saw a woman this morning. Uh, I mean, I live out uh, away from the city and um, it's on a wide open road in a four-way intersection and she pulled up to my right and she was in her car by herself with a mask on. I, 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 Why? I, don't, well, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It, it's yeah, it's just, it, it's almost as if somebody in government has has just played this massive joke, and now they want to see how far they can take it. Well, let's see if we can get them to wear masks now in their cars as they drive down the road by themselves. I know, let's see if we can get them to wear plastic shields over their faces. Yeah. And you remember Dr. Anthony Fauci came up with that thing about gloves and, and, and oh, goggles? Glass, <laughs> goggles, yeah. Hey, yeah, it's uh, almost, Cheryl, did you see what the what the uh, California's doing with uh, masks and restaurants? Did you see it? Maybe no, you haven't seen I, I this haven't. Yet. Uh, you haven't been out to California, but um, they there's a it's it's a tip that you get on the California the gov- the government of California website, and it's tips to for dealing with COVID nineteen, and it suggests that you wear your mask in a restaurant, and when you eat, you take a bite. You put your mask back oh, on. You chew. You I, take the mask yeah. down. You take another. Oh yeah, and it's a hundred. It's like a Monty Python movie. I mean, it's uh, and they're they're a hundred percent. They could tell people in California. That's the difference. I'm sure you're seeing this as you go to out into the real world. In California, the governor could come out and say you have to stand on your head while you're eating, and you would go into restaurants, and half the people would be in there standing on their head and think there was something wrong with you for not doing it. That's right. I, it's ridiculous. Come on, you know, come on, America. You you got to fight back. You got to fight this ridiculousness because it's just emboldening and empowering the wrong sort of people who are leading in this country. The far leftists, the the mm-hmm. globalists, the Marxists and collectivists and socialists. They're the ones who are benefiting by all this because they're 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 putting everybody into this collective pot and they're slowly wiping out individualism and the individual right to choose, which is what our country was founded upon. Now, you're also, um, we're talking to Cheryl Chumley. She writes for the uh, Washington uh, Times and uh, uh, the website. She's the online opinion editor. She's doing a tour on a motorcycle, so uh, 14 states. But I see here that you're also a licensed private investigator. So how often have you used those skills on a story? Does that come in handy? Well, I just uh, I guess the drive to investigate comes in handy, but it would be yeah. highly illegal and unethical <laughs> for me to use my databases to to yeah. you know research investigate some politician. So, uh, what's been your favorite stop so far on your four, on your trip? Been out there like ten days. It's hard because there's there's so many um, high points. Of course, uh, meeting with the governor, that's definitely yeah, a high sure. point. But yeah. the the group the group meeting I had in Pipestone, Minnesota, with the people who love America, that was great. There was a woman I interviewed in Philly who, you know, several times she just nearly broke down in tears as she was talking about how much she loved this country and pointing to the Liberty Bell, which we were just feet away from while, while I was chatting with her. And you know, you could see the emotion in her face. And these are the type of things when you when you look at how most Americans digest their news every day where it's just one angry soundbite after another. These are the things that make you feel good to to be an American, but to also know that there are other Americans out there who aren't just solely swamped by politics. They're really just out there, you know, doing their jobs and fighting for what makes America great and fighting to feed their own families. Um, I have less than two minutes, and I'm up against a hard break, but your book is called Socialists Don't Sleep, Christians Must Rise, or America Will Fall. 
How must uh, Christians rise, and does it have to happen in this election? Now, you got about a minute. It's got to happen. It's got to happen fast. It's got to happen quick. And, yes, it has to happen in this election. And I could care less if you like Trump's Twitter feed or not, but if you don't at least give Trump uh, a, a, good, a good support this November, our country is going to be in the hands of progressive socialists, uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and all the people who are running that party right now. And you better believe that our country will turn a corner from which we will never return. I know everybody says every election is the most important ever, but this one really is. The globalists are ticked off right now that Donald Trump won, and they're doing everything they can to push away the agenda, the America First agenda that he has set in place. And if we don't stand by him in this election and get back to our core great uh, U.S. principles of individual rights come from God, not government, our nation's just going to go right down the tubes. Well, Cheryl, you're out there doing a job. Uh, I, uh, I envy in, in many ways. That sounds like a lot of fun, and uh, uh, have a safe trip the rest of the way. Thanks a lot for coming on the air with us. Thanks for having me. Okay, that's Cheryl Chumley, and uh, she's a uh, writer for the Washington Times, and she's the online opinion editor. You can find her there at their website. She's riding around the country on a motorcycle. Sounds like fun to me. We'll be back. Finally, here's the inside story of how the deep state went after President Trump in a new book entitled Above the Law. This is Matt Whitaker, former acting United States Attorney General. My new book, Above the Law, is a first-hand account of how former FBI Chief James Comey and top officials in the Justice Department worked against President Trump. In my book, I explain how the double standards were applied to President Trump and his allies by the mainstream media to achieve its goals. And you'll learn how the Mueller investigation was able to produce a massive report for the purpose of political subversion, in spite of the fact there was no evidence of wrongdoing by the president or his campaign. I also include my thoughts on how we ensure that this never happens again to another president or American citizen. It was an honor of a lifetime to serve this administration. In my book, you'll read why I encourage everyone to say yes to the call of public service. Get an up-close and personal perspective on Obamagate from inside the Justice Department. Read Above the Law, the eye-opening new book by Matthew Whitaker, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. As a kid, did you have a paper route? Did you babysit? Set up a stand and sell lemonade? Cut lawns in your neighborhood? You are an entrepreneur. New Era Health Plans are looking for entrepreneurs. If you work hard, are always learning, and enjoy helping and educating people, this may be a good fit for you. New Era Health Plans offers people superior health insurance with savings up to 30 to 60%. They will train you and help you become a successful licensed insurance agent. If you're already an agent or the top salesperson in your company not making what you should or someone ready for a career change, you need to call New Era at 724-230-4500. That's 724-230-4500. Take a leap, invest in yourself, and build a legacy business for your future security. Make the money you deserve, working how you want to work, all while you are truly having an impact on people's lives. Go to NewEraHealthPlans.com to request a phone interview. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Steigerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters, and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's Windows or Us Pittsburgh.com. Windows or Us Pittsburgh.com. Hey, I'm Andy. I'm still not famous, but you might remember that I started Harry's because I was tired of overpaying for razors. It always felt like big brands were taking advantage of us. Every time they improved something back then, prices seemed to go up. At Harry's, we take a different approach. Today, I'm proud to introduce our sharpest blades ever, available at the same price as before, as low as $2 each. They're a new, sharper version of our German-engineered blades. 
Guys who shave four days a week have told us that with our new blades, their eighth shave is as smooth as their first. And we stand by that with a 100% money-back quality guarantee at harrys.com. Millions have already made the switch to Harry's, and we hope you will too with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set featuring our new, sharper blade, a weighted razor handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com code 3388. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, I think my two guests today, Selena Zito, first of all, and then Cheryl Chumley, uh, both uh, made me think that Trump's going to win big. Just for the, And these are, these are two women who... Um, what they do is they go out and talk to real, actual human beings who are out there living in the country. Selena wrote a book based on her conversations with people, and um, and she's still doing it. She's writing these pieces, uh, like she mentioned the, the the guy in Bethel. She also, in her piece, talked about a, a sheriff in Westmoreland County who was a Democrat all his life, and he after he was elected uh, as a Democrat. He has now switched to Republican, and he's a big uh, Trump supporter. And the reason is law and order. He he saw, uh, he's seen what's been going on uh, around the country and the way the police have not been supported. And he is no longer a Democrat. At least he's not going to vote for one this time. I think there's going to be a lot of that around. And uh, by the way, the debate tonight between Pence and uh, Kamala Harris is going to be moderated by Susan Page. I just thought you'd like to know that Susan Page has written a book recently. It's called Madam Speaker, and it's about Nancy Pelosi. So um, how do you like the chances of that one being moderated in a fair and even way? Um, and then the, the, um, the moderator for the next presidential debate is a guy named Scully, who was an intern for Joe Biden. So... Um, I don't know how the Republicans get themselves into this kind of a mess with people like that as the uh, as the moderators. That's why I, I wish there would just be uh, no moderator, and they just throw the two people in a room, and when the lights go on, the TV lights go on, they start talking, and when they go off, they shut up. Just let them argue, get in a fight, punch each other, do whatever they want, but eliminate the uh, the moderator. We'll see how that works out. Talk about it tomorrow. Lara Trump will be on with us tomorrow. We'll talk to you then. Bye. John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.